GM, GM everyone, this is O'Shiny coming to you live from the metaverse. As some of you may know, I'm the co-founder of Digital, an investment platform supporting the best and brightest building along the Yellow Brick Road to the metaverse. It's important to note that all opinions coming from myself and our guests do not reflect the opinions of Digital and are for informational purposes only. Under no circumstances should the opinions expressed here be considered investment advice, and Digital may maintain positions and securities discussed in the show. All right. Now that that's out of the way, let's have an awesome show. This show is being recorded and may be used in future advertising. Episode 41. This is O'Shiny. Welcome to the O'Shiny Show. It is episode 41 here. It's Monday. It doesn't feel like a Monday to me, though. It feels like we're smack dab in the middle of the weekend still because I am just vibing everybody. I mean, obviously, the markets are alive. Crypto Twitter is a buzz. The community is coming together. It just this energy is so amazing. And I, I'm so lucky to be a part of this community today. We have the incredible Justin Aversano, who's embarking on his own adventure to create community. Really, it's been the community and Justin the whole time he's been in this space. And it's been this dialogue between them. Justin understanding that he can't do anything in this space without community. The community responding to the incredible work that Justin does. And now today on the episode... We're going to be breaking down the Raw DAO, an incredible new initiative, bringing community together, giving back to those that deserve it. I cannot wait to get into it. Let's make sure that we're sharing this out there into the world, everybody. Let's get everyone in here on a Monday morning. Let's do some stretching also. It's Monday. Let's, oh man, let's get it out there. Come on, take a deep breath. I am just excited today. We got to loosen up. Herb, I hope you're drinking your tea, GM, GM. Hey, GM, everybody. We're so excited for today. And actually, a couple things for housekeeping. One is that you have this great tool. If you look on your phone, this heart, and you can actually drop a little fist or a hundred or even a laugh. And I, I really encourage the audience, like you even click on other people and then send it to them if you follow them. So make sure you Wait, follow you can? people. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to send Goku oh, right now what? away. Brian, I'm sending you a fist. And like, when you see someone who's also an audience member in here, like shout them out. Let them know, like, I'm so happy to see you this morning because we're here. GM, everybody. So happy to be here with you all. Let's go. We are here. Herb, you mean new things. I didn't know I could send an emoji directly to people. 
Andrew yes, would sir. just not even be able to use his phone. He's seeing a string of emojis from me. Andrew, GMGM. <laughs> stop. I'm so overwhelmed by it already. <laughs> yeah, stop, guys. Oh, my gosh. I I didn't know this was a feature. I would get it sometimes, and I was like, do they have, like, some special thing going on? <laughs> wow. Stop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I barely got any sleep, but I'm so excited for this, and I'm even more excited now. Let's go. D's GMGM, my friend. GM and Shiny, how are you doing? I could not be doing better to be surrounded by friends, um, community, love, NFTs, and of course, Justin Aversano, Justin GMGM. GM, thank you for having and hosting us today. This is actually the first time I'm ever speaking on your show, um, which is fun and exciting that this is our first time doing this. Let's um, go. You're always in our hearts, my friend. You're always in our hearts. Louise, GMGM. Hey, everybody. Very good. glad to be here. How's everybody doing? We're glad to have you. The toads are in the building. I don't even, Justin, <laughs> what, your PFP right now is absurd, and we need to get into that in a little bit. Danny, GMGM. Morning, everybody. Danny from Party Down here. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. Anonymous X. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but GMGM. GM. Oh, Anonymous went, went down. Allison, GMGM. GM. Allison, if you haven't been on one of these, the, the unmute is to the left, the bottom left. Yes, I got it. Thank you. Hi. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. It's great me. to have you here. Thanks. Thanks. Good to be here. Oh, absolutely. So I'm so excited to be here today. We're all trying to make history. Obviously, it starts with the community. We're trying to bring together more people that have ever been brought together before on a single auction lot, an incredible photo. And by bringing all those people together and bidding on this photo, they actually get entry into the raw DAO which is going to transform the lives of not only the people in the raw DAO, but all of a sudden the raw DAO becomes a vehicle for giving back to others. And I'm so excited to get into it, but I wanted to start on June 10th. I want the Sotheby's auction where the final lot was Justin's that sold for 14 ETH. Justin, I wanted to know how the heck did you end up there? how did you get into that auction? Well, and I'm very happy that we're starting from the beginning and diving into the roots of why we're even here in the first place. So in May, um, when Sotheby's had announced its digitally native sale, it was filled with amazing artists like Fuckrender, Sarah Zucker, everyone, the Silly Tuna Alien, everything, everyone who's amazing and I would I would say are blue chips in NFTs. Um, and so Sotheby's announced that they were doing a community lot and it was lot 28 and that's the the lot that's chosen by the community from simply by tweeting like whoever was tweeted um, and the people at Sotheby's saw the most tweets decided on that's the person that's going to be in the lot. And so, you know, the community rallied behind me and my photo and the work I put in and I was acknowledged and recognized by Sotheby's and, and everyone on Twitter. And so 
I remember the vote. Yeah, Let's it was. Go. And it was crazy. And, you know, I get a I get a DM from Michael, who's the person. And he says, how's it going, Mr. 28? And I fucking dropped my phone. I dropped my jaw. And I was like, is this really happening? Is this real life? My, is my work finally being recognized in the art world, the fine art world? And it just felt so good. And to know that people in the community so much wanted me there, it really, it changed my life in, in emotionally and just just set a trajectory of where I could go in this world and who I want to be. And being an artist is is who I am. And so this is my first, you know, trial at for being an artist in the real world. And so Man, you- Justin, we, we love you. We appreciate you. And not only did this set a course in your own life and your career, but you've already touched so many people with incredible positivity. Now, before we get any further, I wanted to actually dive into the content of this photo, this incredible twin flames, number 49. Can you tell us a little bit about the photo itself? Because we actually have Allison, the subject of the photo. Yes, I will speak, and then I'd love for Allison to touch upon um, what the photo means to her. Wonderful. So Allison yeah, is actually my photo teacher from SVA, and she taught me lighting back in. Let's go, Allison. So, you know, it she she really held space for me whenever I traveled to LA, and you know, allowed me to stay at their house and be an artist and not worry about you know renting a place and just and just holding space for me like a teacher or even a friend would do for would do for someone and so she believed in my work she believed in my energy to to make things in the world that's powerful and positive and so ironically i i stayed there at least two times in the year of 2017 before she even told me that she was a twin and her twin had passed away similar to mine and so we connected and bonded through the loss and It was the end of 2017, it was in December, and when I was staying at the house for the third time um, to create these photos, we set a day to make art at the house, and there was a moment when when I saw the mirror, and, you know, the yellow piece of paper in the photo is actually the death certificate of her sister, and so I thought it'd be wise to photograph Allison with her eyes closed in front of the mirror, showing the duality, showing the spirituality, the mirror into the unconscious, the mirror into the soul space, um, the ethereal realm, and the reality is is blurred where her back is facing towards us. So it's like, what is the, what is the true um, object, objective vision of, of, of Allison? Is it the reflection? Is it the, the blurred foreground and to me it's it's a symbolism of Plato's allegory of the cave what is what is the real the shadow or the shadow of the real and so I like to play on philosophy and this photograph really not only represents that concept but also the totem of healing and the inspiration in my life in in looking at yourself in the mirror and and accepting accepting loss and being with that and and communicating in, to the spirit world through the portal um, and just connecting with that. And for me, this this picture really represents the totem of why I even started the project is really to honor my twin. And emotionally, this picture represents the project entirely. 
Man, well, that that's that is just an amazing story, um, and uh, I, I didn't expect to get emotional this early, but um, so so blessed to be here and listen to it. And Allison, I before we get into the photo itself, because Justin was able to share something really amazing. You were his support for a long mm -hmm. time as he was finding himself as an artist. Um, mm -hmm. And so maybe we can go into that. We can go pre-photo a little bit. Can you tell us a little totally. bit when you met Justin and, and why you felt compelled to really offer your home, to offer your time? Sure, sure. Uh, same. I am. Whenever I hear Justin speak, I really, I just have like happy tears and it is... Um, um, he always renews my faith in, um, just like following your passion and being who you are. Um, I went to SBA and I had an opportunity to teach there. And when I went to the school of visual arts, you know, as a student, I really just like found my community, you know, I just like the moment I started classes there, I was like, I am home. And to be able to like, be in that space with students that were so passionate, you know, like can think about every day, all day is photos and making photos and looking at photos. You know, I have no other skills in life. And um, so to be teaching there was like amazing. And um, right away, like within the first um, few weeks, um, you know, Justin came up to me and was like, I'm, I'm trying so hard in this class. And, and I have some stuff going on in my life. And, um, and so I just, you know, just wanted to support him. And, um, and one day he sent me an email and some stuff had gone on. And Justin, if you want to share that, you know, by all means, but, um, and not to overshare, but I was like, let's go to the International Center of Photography together. Let's just like go look at photos, you know, and um, I really think like there's times in your life when um, you know, we are as artists, we, when we feel ourselves to other people, that's when people open up to us. And that's like a really powerful, special thing, you know, and that's for me as an artist, when I feel most alive, when I feel most connected to other people and, um, and, you know, class ended and, and I, you know, didn't really expect to hear from Justin, you know, I came back to LA and, and he was like, Hey, I'm coming out there. And like, you know, my house is your house. And, and it was, and it was so much fun. And yeah. And I think after like a couple visits and, and, you know, he would wake up, go shoot. And, and then we realized we had this connection and he asked to photograph me and I'm kind of really camera shy and, um, <laughs> um, but I was like, yeah, how can I support you in your project? And I just like, I, I mean, I had no clue, <laughs> you know, I had no clue really where it would go. And I'm so proud of him and happy for him and happy for him as a friend. So, um, so yeah, so that was, that's a lot of that. I hope, I hope. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. Kudos to you for seeing someone who needed help, who you understood to have talent but really it was just was just a kind soul and being able to elevate Justin give him the strength to pursue photography give him the strength that he is I'm sure now using to give back to so many other people uh, and thank you for being here as well uh, the the image you know they always say a picture is worth a thousand words but 
I believe that we've been so disconnected from photography as a culture, from the stories behind photography. It's been commoditized so much as the main form of advertising. Um, and, and there is just something about getting people in a room and listening to the stories behind the photos. It just connects you in a completely different way than I personally have ever been connected to photography. And it's such a beautiful thing. I know Dee's experiences it on a daily basis with his Lindy walks. Um, so I don't want to get too off track, though. So let's go back to that fateful night, September, uh, sorry, um, for the Sotheby's auction. I, I would love to hear, Justin, that auction happens. I think this is where we left off. The sale goes for 14 ETH. First off, had you ever seen any amount like that thus far? And second off, what, what happens after that? So I just want to say thank you, Allison. I appreciate you so much. And, you know, you were there for me after my mom passed that we went to the ICP and that meant a lot. And I think when people lose someone in their life, they just seek friendship and connection. Um, so thank you. And for that day... For that day on June 10th, you know, it was always my intention to give 100% of those proceeds back to the community, back to support other artists, donated it to um, Illustrator 7's grant to support as many artists as possible. Um, and, Amazing. And because the community chose me on Twitter and, and to be in that lot, I thought it was only right to give back and to use that funds to to help other artists. And so th that at that at that time I I think my floor was around 3 or I don't even know 3 or 70 if I'm not I'm not too I don't remember but anonymous x you know you know without even knowing me as well as we do each other now he he came out for me and supported me during that auction and that really helped us build a friendship and a connection and now we're really good friends. And, and and Justin, when you say that, Anonymous actually the winning bidder, right? Yeah, he's the one who... who so won. Anonymous X, maybe maybe you can speak to that moment of winning. I mean, what compelled you to buy to buy the piece? Um, well, good morning, everybody. Um, I'm sorry GM. I dro dropped off earlier. Um, you can call me Anonymix, Anonymous, Anonymo. Um, I hear it pronounced all different ways, so everything's good. Uh, but I, I had met Justin... Um, virtually, um, probably in March or early April in the CryptoPunks Discord. Um, and we shared DMs um, probably for a month or two. And at some point, I actually remember him um, showing me this piece. Um, it was late one night. Um, and um, it was the first one... Uh, of his series that I had seen that really was like, whoa, I had never bought a photography NFT before that. Um, and it, and it resonated with me. I, I don't know why, but it just stuck with me. Um, and so probably a, a month or two later when the Sotheby's auction came around um, and that was the piece that was going in, I was already familiar with it. Um, and um I thought it would be a good opportunity to um, make that my, my first NFT uh, photograph purchase. I thought it would be a great um, way to support someone who had continued to become closer to me over those months. Um, and um, it was actually a one-week auction. 
So uh, the auction started, I think, I don't know, maybe June 3rd. And Justin had a lot of bids on the first day, went from 2000 to 4000 to 12000 um, And then it continued the second day, climbed higher. And then when I actually bid, because uh, the bidding was in US dollars, I think it was like 32000 And that might have actually been on June 6th, I want to say. So we actually had like 72 hours of me sitting there as the leading bidder. Um, not sure that I was even going to win the auction. Um, and then fortunately on, on uh, the 10th, um, no other bids had come in. And um, it was a significantly all-time high sell for Justin. And that's when Man. things started to get crazy. <laughs> well, thank you. And and by the way, I'm just going to call you Anonimo because I think that's the coolest okay. version of your name. Sounds good. Um, Anonimo, thanks, thanks for sharing that. And congratulations on on winning such an incredible piece, but also being bold and taking the chance there. Something resonated with you. It was on a larger stage at the time, like Justin was saying, this was the first run of of anyone showing validation to this industry. Um, and uh, and just kudos to you for being willing to take that chance. Andrew, I know you were actually there at Sotheby's, right? I would love to hear your perspective on on how these events unfolded. So I wasn't actually at the Sotheby's one, and it's kind of funny because a lot of times it's about the same way when it involves Justin. It's going into an institution and just <laughs> changing everybody's hearts and minds just with his own presence being there. I was at the Christie's one most recently. Funny enough, when um, the first part of Natively Digital came out, I wasn't even in the space. And I think it's a testament to how quickly Justin can bring you into this community. Um, you know, I just to talk about, I don't want to talk too much about Christie's, but yeah, with the Sotheby's one, I ended up reading the um, lot description. And it was just like, wow, it was so beautiful. If I can just read a section of it, um, this is what Justin wrote. He said, um, Allison Aliano is standing in her home in Los Angeles, looking into the bedroom mirror, reminiscing of her deceased twin sister, Courtney. Allison is holding Courtney's death certificate to honor the spectral presence of her long lost twin. This was the final Twin Flames portrait that was photographed in 2017, uh, before the new year. And then towards the end of it, it was a really, really beautiful thing that brought me to tears even before we heard Justin and Allison speak, which is, um, this photograph is an alchemical portal for capturing, processing, and releasing deeply profound emotions. An artwork that serves as a totem narcissus, breathing between the inhale and exhale, when everything in the room becomes one. And <laughs> I don't know, isn't that how now everything in the room is becoming one because we have somebody like Justin and, and Allison up here bringing us together. It's really how it feels. I mean, this there there does seem to be this cathartic release of energy in this room. Got to take a deep breath and appreciate it. Man, um, it, it's it's just wonderful hearing the the journey or at least the beginning of the journey. And, and Justin, um, tell us about the journey after that photo. What, what started to happen with you? So soon after the Sotheby's auction, um, I was having conversations with Christie's as well as Sotheby's. Um, and funny enough, before the Sotheby's, I was already speaking to Noah um, because we had worked for the CryptoPunks billboard exhibition that G Money curated through my nonprofit Save Art Space. So we had established the relationship 
we had early conversations of, hey, let's put the full physical collection of Twin Flames in Christie's. And, you know, at first there wasn't much, you know, expectation. And I think soon after Sotheby's and, and at the, the result of that actually initiated Christie's to take it seriously and like, okay, let's actually do it and let's do it in October. And, and so, you know, building up to that point, of, ex- of finally auctioning the physical 100 set. And to me, the physical 100 set was always supposed to be sold and exhibited as one. I would never want to separate them. And that's the beauty of NFTs is because it's, it, can, it can be decentralized and it can go to different owners. And I think the physical was always meant to be centralized and for the institution. So I love the fact that it's not only a duality in the concept of twins, but it actually just empowers the entire uh, project even more so because of the physical and digital nature of how you can um, own it and uh, perceive it. So, so we ended up, Noah was a huge supporter um, and, and pushed for me. And, you know, I wish our, my friend Kurt was here who, who wrote the Christie's article. Um, and if you go to the Christie's essay, uh, sorry, Christie's, lot page you can read his essay which is a six thousand word in-depth writing of my basically my entire life and practice and twin flames and and where we are now and smoke and mirrors and just every art project we together in one and it all just comes from one one place of loss and you know i think the art i make is meant to connect people and to honor the dead and our ancestors and i don't know how else i can make art but other than that when i when i create it's always to honor. It's always to build community. It's, it might be as simple as a photograph, but there's a deeper meaning behind the motive of, of creation here. So what I, what I think is so beautiful, Justin, is that it's only possible in this space truly to be able to have that intention and follow it directly from point A to point B. There are, there are no people that are telling you how you should frame the work or how you should talk about the work. And uh, it's it's because of this incredible community that, that we're all here. And back to that, you've had this intention from the beginning that you're able to now share that intention with no walls. That's the most special thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just following the flow. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do the right thing. And I will admit, sometimes my ego takes the better of me. And, you know, sometimes I got to splice the ego in order to go in the right direction. And an example of that recently was the Christie's auction and, you know, expecting a high number and then not being happy with the number that came because of some freak accident with the phone lines being cut. I don't know, but it actually set me in the right direction to not, not worry about money and, and, and the fame involved or being the, the number one sale ever. It actually humbled my ass and made me realize, you know what? It wasn't meant to be through Christie's. And the most important thing about all this, the lesson I learned is let go of the ego and do all for the community. Because if you do the best for the community, it just flows and it empowers everyone except myself. So I just wanted to share. Let's go. And, and, and that is so that's such a beautiful sentiment. And by doing that, the community is there for you. And I'm here for you, Justin. I'm sure so many other people are here for you. Let's use that new feature that Herb was telling us. Send some, send some awesome, uh, awesome emoji straight to Justin because um, we, we love you, Justin. And so speaking, speaking of community, you had this. 
raw DAO. And I wanted to I wanted to dive into that. Where where did this idea come from? I'd love for Louise to, to talk about this, uh, and then I'll jump in. Hey, Louise, hey. GMGM, welcome. Hey, hey. So uh, I'm going to, to actually uh, tell the story from a different perspective because, uh, and people can see from the first post I wrote about it, I wasn't a big believer in NFT photography. Uh, so uh, me and a group of people, we founded uh, Fingerprint Style, uh, which is one of the largest uh, collecting DAOs right now, a large collection of autoglyphs, uh, other smart contract arts. And my initial impression of photography was, okay, this is not uh, new uh, in any way. Like this is photography the way it has been done for uh, a very long time. Uh, it's not necessarily native to the medium. So I don't see why uh, there's value in NFT uh, photography. Uh, Justin and uh, Twin Flames, first they proved me wrong uh, on a price level. So like I, I just saw, okay, why why is it going up so much? Why are people valuing so much this? And once I, I understood what was happening is, uh, differently from the traditional world where uh, it's basically a very individualistic process of collecting, uh, photographers now could help through uh, uh, building a community, uh, bring a new dimension to their work. So it's not only uh, the idea of collecting by yourself, uh, it's also the idea of if you have a community, then it becomes more than simply your photography. Uh, also on the more uh, technical side, uh, I learned that, uh, well, photography for a long time the way people would sell uh, photography would be through prints. So like you, uh, okay, this is one of five prints and that's why you impose this artificial scarcity, but it's very hard to verify. Uh, you have to trust the photographer, tr trust the gallery. Uh, with uh, uh, Ethereum and, and the blockchain, you can actually verify that this is the only uh, version of that. Uh, well, and, and Louise, not, not to interrupt you, but you're absolutely right there. I mean, the truth is photography is one of the oldest oh, yeah. digitally native mediums that we have actually been outside of its, of its original format, printing, yes. stretching, it, 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 putting it, on canvas. It feels completely backwards, isn't it? Like it's, it's produced, uh, a lot of the photography we produce today is digital. Uh, but the way for the photographer to actually uh, sell its work, uh, their work, it's uh, uh, by transforming back to the physical medium and imposing some artificial scarcity. So in a way, NFTs are the perfect solution for photography. So I say, okay, this uh, first, w when I realized that it, it completely blew my mind because uh, whenever you have a moment uh you are you feel very strongly about something, uh, and you are proven wrong. It just opens a new lane for opportunity of what's possible. So I started uh, first collecting photography. The 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 first thing I, I collected was a, a twin flames, but uh, afterwards I, I started collecting a lot of uh, photography uh, and started to learn more uh, about the about the space. And what I quickly learned is uh, it's very it's still. It's very small when you compare to, for example, generative arts, which I'm more uh, familiar. Uh, for example, uh, the largest collection of art blocks 
uh, Fidenza is by my estimations three to four times the size of the whole NFT photography space which is mind-blowing like a single collection uh, and there's so much supply like so many photographers but they were lacking proper platforms to to uh, to sell their work uh, and uh, entities and organizations that would structure the demand side of it. So structure the collectors, do, do proper curation. Uh, and that's the idea uh, behind RAW. RAW. So the idea behind RAW is to structure both uh, supply and demand. So we want to help uh, photographers who are not in the NFT space to uh, enter the space in a more structured way. We also want to support the photographers who are in the space, who are the pioneers uh, and uh, have been here uh, struggling every day uh, and, and provide a strong signal uh, for curation. And also we want to get uh, uh, the collectors who have been collecting generative art, having been collecting uh, PFPs to get interested about photography. I, th I think photography speaks to, to a lot of people uh, in a much more easier way than a lot of the, the other stuff we, we have been collecting. Uh, so uh, the way we decided to, to move on with this was, well, first we put together like as, as uh, a group uh, with most of the top photographers uh, uh, in the space. You always like, forget someone because there's so many people and we want to include everybody. Uh, but we also wanted to do like a statements. Uh, and the statement was through... Uh, to, to reach out to your community was basically buying out the the piece that uh, Twin Claims 49 that that was uh, uh, fractionalized to be like the founding piece of the of the DAO. Uh, and since then we uh, hashed out a better division. Uh, we just so so Luis, just give me a second to to understand. So we've taken that Twin Flames. And we're actually fractionalizing it. And anyone that bids, not only do they get a piece of this incredible piece of uh, photography, but they also get entry into RawDAO? Oh, yeah. So uh, this is, this is uh, as I, I was talking to Justin, this is the final uh, uh, destination of uh, this amazing piece. Uh, and, and there's a, also like a technicality in this piece. This is the only piece in the Twin Flames collection that can be natively uh, fractionalized. So the idea here is we're auctioning the piece to raise money uh, for the DAO. So the, 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 the piece itself, it's, uh, it's extremely valuable, like the most important piece of, of like the main collection, uh, most successful collection in, in photography NFT. Uh, but we also wanted to have people joining the DAO. So anyone beating uh, at least one ETH uh, will get enough tokens to uh, uh, get a full membership uh, for the for Broad DAO and help us build uh, this amazing collection. Th that is just at the so, beginning. Yeah. So we have we have two experts on stage with us because I wanted to get a little more clarity um, and understanding around how this works. And we have uh, my friend Danny. The incredible from Party Bid. You guys are utilizing the Party Bid platform. Danny, would you be able to share? We've, we've pinned it to the top here. The party has started. Would you be able to share what the heck goes on when I click Party Bid? I see a bunch of a bunch of different clickers flying around. I, I see a lot of action. I see this. I see this incredible <laughs> photo. Can you tell us a little bit about Party Bid and then what's going on with this auction? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and thanks again for having me on. So uh, PartyBid is a on-chain application where people can pool funds together and buy NFTs as a group or, or as a team. Uh, and what that means is like there's kind of now a more social dynamic, community dynamic right from when an NFT is first bought uh, that can be instilled between folks buying that NFT together. Um, so practically speaking, the, the way this works is, um, you know, behind this party bid for Twin Flames 49, there is a smart contract uh, controlled by anyone. So you're not trusting anyone to hold on to these funds. And that smart contract has a very specific goal. It, it's currently targeted towards uh, an auction that's on Zora for uh, Twin Flames 49. And uh, once it meets the reserve, it can bid against that auction and, uh, and, and win it. Wow, thank you for the explanation. And we also have uh, the fractional genius over here, Deez, to tell us what goes on in the back end. After, after like, let's say, a thousand people win this lot, Deez, what, what, what happens? Yeah, so after the party bid, um, if we have a successful auction and we win the auction, then all of the party bid contributors can claim their fractional tokens. Um, based off of the percent of Ethereum they committed. So, you know, if you put in 100 Ethereum and this sold for 1,000 Ethereum, you now own 10% of the tokens. With those tokens, you have control, well, you have voting rights to the reserve price. So you can go to the fractional website and vote on a reserve that you're happy with in um, case this piece does get bought out again, which would be, I think, quite historical. But uh, yeah, basically after the party bid process, you just go to their site, claim your fractions, and now you own fractions of this historical piece. Awesome. Thank you, Deez. Thank you, Danny. And, and Luis, let's get back to you. So once once uh, the reserve price is hit, uh, people get these Rawdow tokens as well. What, what can they do with them? So basically, uh, people will get two tokens. Uh, Flames, which is the fractionalized uh, uh, piece. Uh, as he just uh, uh, explains. And uh, according to, to our blog post, uh, people will get an airdrop of raw tokens. Raw tokens basically are the tokens that uh, control uh, the DAO. Uh, you, you vote on important issues. And membership, which means uh, you get access to the private channels. Uh, and what do we intend to do uh, with that? So we're thinking about two collections uh, for raw. Uh, one collection, it's a uh, more curated collection uh, where we will elect uh, a curatorial committee uh, that is basically uh, uh, going to uh, purchase work uh, and help onboarding artists. And we also have a community collection where every single member gets the, the same votes, irrespectively of the amount of tokens they have. Uh, it's one member, one vote. Uh, to vote for uh, uh, pieces to be collected by the DAO. So uh, in a space that is still nascent, uh, with that uh, uh, treasury amount, uh, we're going to be able to buy a lot of photography, support a lot of photographers, and hope... I mean, let's just, let's just pause on that for a second. The treasury is going to be filled with 1,000 ETH. 1,000 ETH to buy and support photographers in the space. That is amazing. That, that's unbelievable. We're really going to be helping so many different artists find exposure. We're going to be helping this industry evolve. So many new collectors come into the space. 
writing the right narrative, finding the right stories. I mean, I, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I think that's really cool. I wanted to have a, a little pause here right in the middle of the show. Herb, can you break down the Poe app? Yes, absolutely. I'm so happy to go over this and, and really super Gremplins, right? Gremplins make this beautiful toad of this image. And so for anyone who's not totally sure... Have we, have we pinned it, Herb? I will, yeah. Um, for anyone who doesn't totally know, Poe app is an ecosystem for the preservation of digital memories. So please download the Poe app, app on Apple or Android so we would acclaim the Super Grumplins Poe app today. And then we'll be giving out a secret word in the last 10 minutes. Secret word! The secret word in the last 10 minutes. Um, and that's where you'll be able to, once you have the app, we'll give you the secret word. You'll put that in and then you'll be able to claim your Poe app from Grumplins. So, it, so it's a Poe app by the legend Super Grumplin, um that was designed specifically for this show. So everyone stick around towards the end of the show and we'll let you know the secret word. And if you <laughs> want to see the art, we're going to pin it. It's also Justin's PFP. I mean, look at that. Look at that. I, it's, it's really freaking incredible. Okay. Thank you for the, uh, the brief pause, everybody. We appreciate you. Going back into it, Louise, you have a thousand ETH to help seed photographers. And Justin, maybe, maybe this is where you want to come in and tell us a little bit about how you're thinking about giving this money back to the community. Sure. Um, I'll jump in, Louise, and then you could uh, sh uh, go, go after. So, you know, originally, I don't think we touched upon this too much, but Anonymous optionalized uh, the piece early in August 8th, and it, has, it was bought out by Louise on August 30th for 506 ETH. And so... Now, that piece is what really um, influenced and created and inspired the Raw DAO, and we took a month or two to decide what to do with that. And then it, we came to an agreement that, hey, let's do this party bid to fund the Raw DAO with a, with a massive treasury simply to collect and support hundreds to thousands of photographers works and really stimulate the economy for photography and uplift and support everyone who shoots photos and really make a mark in, in the NFT space to, to show how serious photography is and can be to start a DAO that really um, brings everyone together and, and allows people to flourish uh, together by sharing their collections and buying their work. Really, this is just meant to purchase as many photographers work as possible and Louise lfg and and i'll i'll, I'll just uh say something it, it looks like a lot now uh but if uh we are correct and photography goes the same way uh generative arts for example went uh with art blocks uh and all the interests around it this is going to be <laughs> this is going to be very little uh, in, in 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 no time uh, because uh, uh, the space has so much to grow, so much interest to grow. I know so many collect collectors who are not into photography still, uh, but there's no fundamental reason for them to not to be. I think it's just a matter of attention. And one thing we should also mention uh, is that the space is really growing uh, from. Uh, and, and really will grow from uh, uh, having platforms like Quantum, uh, what the Justin is building, which is like an amazing way to 
for people to, to have access to photography in co a completely novel way, similar to, uh, more similar to art blocks, I would say. That's, that's amazing. And Andrew, we have your hand so politely raised. I have, you look adorable with your PFP. <laughs> Thanks, Shiny. Um, yeah, Justin already knows what I'm going to talk about right now. Um, I'm actually going to be annoying for a second, <laughs> if I wasn't ever annoying before. Um, he said earlier that, you know, art really isn't just about the money. And look, I was there at Christie's with him. And I was there when the phone line went down and things like that. And just seeing how excited he was to really show the world what NFTs could do and show the world what photography do um, when it's been an art that's been undervalued and underrecognized for so long. Um, to show the world what community can do when people come together and understand a work of art to talk about it say in your Twitter spaces um, or exhibition where everybody who comes there and we're all dressed <laughs> differently than what you'd expect for people showing up at Sotheby's or, or Christie's, but we're still showing up. And I just want to say with the thousand ETH um, that's about to happen, you know, maybe Justin, you didn't break the uh, record at Christie's, but look with ETH pumping, what's it at? Like almost 4,800. It will surpass the, the highest sale of any photograph in an auction ever. So the highest sale ever is this piece by Andreas Gursky called Rhine 2. And it's from 1999 and it's, you know, it's an ode to the Rhine River. And when you read the description and the MoMA, it says, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an ode to the river. It's devoid of people, void of buildings. Um, it's, it's a romantic hymn to the river's grandeur. And I think there is an amazing place for that kind of photography but i can't have the contrast between gursky's work uh which sold for 4.3 and justin's which is about people it's about people who are not only <laughs> living incredible lives meaningful lives but who are in the space right here right now alive living talking to us um the fact that he is going to break that it is quite beautiful to me um and and the other thing i'll say is like uh, Justin compared um, the work to Plato's Allegory of the Cave. And it was kind of funny to me because in college, we were all forced to learn about that. And, you know, it's about people living in this cave and people are holding up puppets and shadows that play tricks because of a fire to people who are in the cave, not knowing what reality is. And at a certain point, Plato's Allegory for a lot of college students becomes a kind of I'm better than you type of mentality. You know, I can see the light so I can climb out of this cave and, and reach this tree, um, reach real light instead of the, these fires and, and shadows. And I think, Justin, and what you're doing with Raw Down, all of us, it's exactly the opposite. Maybe it is the truer way of thinking about this allegory, which is taking all of us who are watching these shadows, these flames, and you're pulling us out, right, showing us what art can be and how it needs all of us. And so at that point, <laughs> why, why wouldn't you want to leave the cave? And if I can just like talk you up for a second. Um, when I wrote about you, I oftentimes compared you to what the ancients did with their art, because in some ways it was perhaps pure away from a lot of the commercialization that we have today. But I think you do what they perhaps would have done had they had the tools that you have now. 
and you do what they would have done had they had the community that you have now. So I just think this is incredible, and I'm really excited <laughs> for, for what's to come. Well, you, you know, you started that whole statement off with, Justin knows what I'm about to say. Did, Justin, do you know that Andrew was about to say all that? Uh, I mean, I think he just posted something about it, so I've had a feeling he was going to say that, <laughs> but he always gets poetic, so I really don't know what he's going to say. Andrew, you're so you're, you're such a beautiful person, and we we very much appreciate that perspective. It's uh, it's such a rare opportunity. I mean, Matt Gursky, really, I think the most famous element is that it's painterly. It it's an abstraction, and uh, I I hope that everyone goes and looks it up. It is an amazing amazing work, especially to see in person. Um, but how many people could participate with Gursky in in that adventure? How many people could? actually um, be instrumental in Gursky's life. In this space, we have the opportunity to participate in the life of someone else directly, to exchange value with that person, to impact them and impact each other. There is magic in that that I, I don't know has ever existed. And I implore everybody in this room to seek out and to help elevate other people in this industry. There are so many incredible talents, and there is nothing that feels better than actually helping someone find their voice, elevate their voice, connect with other people. It started with Justin just a few months ago, and it was because of this community that we are all here today. That's an incredibly powerful sentiment. Dees, I, I wanted to, to go to you for a second because it's been a mission of yours over the last couple months to help elevate the voice of photographers. And I, I was wondering if you had um, a reaction to, to some of these, uh, these moments, if, if these resonate with you just as much. Yeah, I mean, it's really cool to see the story behind this piece and the story of really Justin's whole Twin Flames collection kind of take on this massive role in our space. Um, you know, if you go back to when I met Justin, um, Twin Flames were like one ETH we were talking in Discord about him trying to find a collector and what stuck with me at that time was like how persistent he was like he was almost persistent to the point where it was like dude like we don't know this collector but he was like no I gotta find this collector I gotta connect with them like who knows this wallet address like he was in the Punks Discord the Artbox Discord just trying to hunt down this person and, you know, fast forward a couple of weeks later, I talked to him in Clubhouse and a story behind what he's doing. And it was the first time I ever thought about, you know, photography NFTs as being something I would actually collect. And he was reaching out about putting punks up on billboards in Miami and then later on New York. And all throughout the time, I was just thinking to myself, like, you know, this is the first photographer I've seen come in and really do this community building and really go for this bigger than themselves art um and fast forward you know six months seven months later and we're here today talking about this and it's just crazy to see like how far we've come in less than a year and where we could possibly go a year from now like each one uh, first the Sotheby's sell and then the fractional buyout and now this it's like there are these um kind of events on the timeline that you look back and you kind of think like wow this is where something pivotal happened and after the first time this piece sold in Sotheby's, you know, that was really what kind of got me into photography even more and kind of lifting up photographers in the space that weren't Justin, but were newer and to break through like he did. And, you know, fast forward to the 
point where this was bought out for 500 plus ETH. It was like the most expensive photography NFT I've ever seen. And now we're going for a thousand ETH. So it's like just to me crazy to look back and see the progress we've made and the whole story. And it's really been less than a year, which is wild. It's mind blowing. It's it's absolutely mind blowing. And I had no clue that you were actually inspired directly by Justin to start your spaces and, you know, to turn it on you for those that, that don't know, Dees has been showing up almost every single day for months and months, trying to expose incredibly talented people, a lot of photographers. And we love you so much, Dees, for doing that for the community. Um, Dees, it's it's the amazing way, the story starts with Justin. Room just this weekend on um, pricing and it centered around a lot of the photographers who inevitably I'm sure will be bidded from this treasury. Yeah, that was a great conversation this weekend and we had a lot it's of legends recorded, right, on stage. Yeah, it is recorded. Um, I don't want to take away from the party bit and stuff, but I could uh, retweet it kind of for people to look at later on. But um, yeah, just going back to, to, to what Justin's done, I mean, he really is the person, I wouldn't say he's the reason I host spaces, but he's the reason I collect photography. And he was the reason that I started listening to the stories behind the photographs and getting kind of sucked into the world and the mind of these photographers. So yeah, I mean, a ton of thanks for Justin for just putting himself out there all the time and being able to be this um, community builder who is, you know, bringing attention to the space. I mean, look at the domino effect we all have. I tell people all the time that we are so early in this space that helping one person, just based on how many more people we have to come to enter into this space, hundreds of millions, billions, the one person you tell could really become tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. And um, to really be understanding of what people don't know, to be kind, to be empathetic, um, but to try to make an impact in this moment. Because just like that one person, Justin inspired Dees to hold rooms about, around photography. And Dees has created his own record-setting lots for different artists. It's just, it's just incredible to see. Herb, I'm going to hand it over to you for some POAP time. To be very honest, the first you know 30 minutes, I was just crying for this episode. And to really mark how memorable this has been for us, you know, to claim a POAP together to remember this occasion will be so important. So if you have the POAP app, once you're in the app, you'll see in the bottom right a button for, called Mint. Or if you're on the site, you can just Mint. And once you do that, you'll have an option to click Secret Word. The secret word is all lowercase with no spaces. And the word is, we love you. We love you. No spaces, all lowercase. We love you. We love you. Because we do. We, we really love you, everybody. Um, and we're always so lucky to be able to host these conversations and hear from such incredible people. So get that PO app, Super Gremlin. I mean, a legend, a legend in their own right. It's Justin's PFP. I heard, make sure we save me a PO app because I'm, this, is, this is one for the history book. <laughs> I got you. It's, um, it's been just an amazing conversation here. I hope everyone goes and sees Raw Dow, that party bid. Danny, thank you for explaining that. Bids on it. Gets a fractional piece of that incredibly historic piece of art. Dees, thank you for explaining that. Um, and, uh, and can participate in giving back to the community. It, it started just a few months ago. 
Justin's journey in this space. It started with Anonymous. It started with someone taking a chance, the community voting to take a chance on Justin. It started with Allison taking her time, helping to elevate a voice that she knew was special. These are the things that all of us want to try to embody. I personally want to try to embody it. You try to spend your time. The trade-off is always worth it helping others, in, especially in this community where their work is going to help your work. It's just an amazing environment to be in. So I hope that this talk was empowering for everybody. It certainly was for me. I want to give a warm thank you to Herb, our executive producer. Andrew, thank you for your, for your beautiful poetry and for being so adorable. Dee's the incredible Justin Aversano. Justin, thank you for committing your, your life to this space, for committing your life to helping to elevate other artists, for making incredible art. Louise at Fingerprints, thank you for being behind um, this raw DAO and uh, thinking this through and, and seeing the potential for photography, allowing yourself and your mind to be changed. That's so important. In this space, we move so quickly. You have to be willing to change your mind. You have to be able to see base reality. Danny, thank you again. Anonimo, Allison, everyone in the audience. Thank you all for participating, sending emojis, being here, tweeting out. What an incredible show. And it's Monday. I mean, you go from the beginning. I don't know how you all were feeling about Mondays, but you leave this episode being empowered as hell for the rest of the week. I'll tell you that. It is a Monday and wait for the rest of the week. Um, this has been O'Shiny, episode 41 of the O'Shiny Show. Of course, we will see you here tomorrow. Go get your po-op. We love you.